All right, here we are going through John's Gospel. And we are in chapter 12, verse 1. Six days before the Passover. So this is it. This is it. Last week in the life and ministry of Jesus. This is it. Coming to an end. Six days before the Passover. This is when he'll be crucified. On the Passover. Because he is the Passover. Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They probably liked seeing Jesus in that house, huh? After Jesus had raised him from the dead and the sisters were uh, <clears throat> so upset at his death and so upset that Jesus hadn't been there. And Jesus raises him from the dead. So here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Well, that's great. He's the guest of honor. People are inviting pe people over. You know, let's have a dinner to celebrate Jesus. Um, I think that that's what we should do every day when we pray before our dinner. We should have a dinner to celebrate Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us. Thank you for coming into the world. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for giving me new life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. Thank you for giving me hope. Thank you for all of these things. So let's celebrate Jesus. Let's celebrate him every day. If you eat three meals a day, then celebrate him three times a day. A dinner was given in Jesus' honor, and Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining with him at the table. I don't know, this kind of typical scene, huh? The ladies are serving and the guys are laying around. <laughs> what are you going to do? Then Mary took a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume, and she poured it on Jesus' feet, and she wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. The house is filled with the fragrance of worshiping Jesus. The house is filled with the fragrance of pouring it all out for him. Well, one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who later was to betray him, he objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. So I don't know what you make a year, but figure it out. And that's what this thing was worth. She had poured out a lot, poured out her life savings probably on Jesus and worshiping him. Um, would you pour out your life savings on Jesus? Wow, that's a, that's a big thing. Well, Jesus was there and um, Jesus was going to die and resurrect from the dead. This moment would never be there again. Kind of interesting, Judas, isn't it? He, he's really concerned with what other people do with their money. <laughs> I think this is so typical of human beings and so typical of us. You know, so, so concerned with what other people do with their money. Why don't they use their money for this? Why don't they use their money for that? I don't know. Why don't, why don't you use your money for that? Why don't you use your money for the worship of Jesus? Why don't you use your money for, to, to feed the poor? Why are you so worried about what somebody else does with their money? But this is, this is rather typical. Uh, people point the finger at the church, the gathered believers, and, and say that, you know, why don't you guys? Oh, why don't you? <laughs> you know, who are you to, to do that? It's just so funny. Human nature is just hilarious. So. so there it is. Well, he didn't say this because he cared about the poor. Oh, well, there you go. But because he was a thief, and as the keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in. So a little bit here, dip a little bit there, dip a little bit there. You know, get a little bit of money. Here you got a year's wages. You know, if you take, you know, 
few hundred, maybe a grand out of there. You know, who, who's who's going to notice that out of a out of a year's wages? Well, Judas wanted the money and was disappointed that they couldn't sell that and put the money into the bag so that he could have some more. And Jesus said, "Leave her alone." It was intended that she should save the perfume for the day of my burial. You'll always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. There's always been the poor. There always will be the poor. And the Bible does seem to have uh, a preferential option for the poor. You can't open the pages of Scripture and, and find God unconcerned about the poor. He's, he's concerned about the poor all the time. And so if we're his people, if we're his children... You know, we need to be doing what he's doing. That's what Jesus told us some chapters back. Remember that in chapter 5? That um, he was about the father's business. Whatever the father did, that's what he did. And the father's very concerned with the poor, so we should be concerned with the poor as well, for sure. But there's nothing wrong with extravagant worship, and there's nothing wrong with pouring out money on Jesus. <clears throat> Meanwhile, while all of this is going on inside of us, a large crowd of Jews found out that Jesus had come there and was there, not only because of him, but to see Lazarus. Well, they wanted to come see Lazarus because he's a little bit of a sideshow, right? I mean, this guy was raised from the dead. Don't you think everywhere he goes, people are like, hey, this is the guy that was raised from the dead. This was the dead guy. Jesus raised him from the dead. So they wanted to see Lazarus. <clears throat> they wanted to see the guy who was raised from the dead. So the chief priests, these guys are bizarre. They, they just don't learn. So, verse 10, the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well. For on account of him, many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and believing in him. Listen, if Jesus raised him from the dead one time, he could raise him from the dead another time. These guys are going to try to put to death the guy who was raised from the dead. <laughs> it's just the folly of religion. And these are, these are the religious leaders. This is what the religious leaders are doing. Verse 12. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. Well, there's hundreds of thousands of people and the word is spreading that Jesus is around and everybody wants to see Jesus. They took palm branches and they went to meet him and they were shouting, Hosanna, which means save now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. Well, they saw him as the political king, the one that was going to make their nation great again, the one that was going to restore them to their former glory. They wanted a king. They've been waiting for a king forever. They hated having Caesar as king. They hated being under the oppression of Rome. Jesus found a young donkey and he sat on it, as it was written, because this was prophesied. Prophet Zechariah, don't be afraid, daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming. He's seated on a colt. At first, his disciples didn't understand all of this. Well, they're doing it. But then they're really not understanding what's going on, even though Jesus has told them that he's the fulfillment of all of these prophecies. They, only after Jesus had been glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him and that they were the ones who did it. They were involved in the fulfilling of prophecy. And after the Holy Spirit comes on them and they start to realize how the Old Testament and the New Testament come together, they realize that they did these things and that they were right there in the middle of fulfilling prophecy. And probably some of the things we're doing right now were in the midst of fulfilling prophecy and don't even know it. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Well, those people were ex really excited because they, they knew about Jesus and they knew about Lazarus. And so they're spreading the word. 
And so how is the word spreading? Well, it's spreading mouth to mouth. It's spreading person to person. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have Instagram. They didn't have Twitter. They didn't have instant messenger. They didn't have email. They didn't have phones. So they're spreading the word. And many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. The one sign, Lazarus being raised from the dead. They went out to see the guy. So the Pharisees said to one another, look, this is getting us nowhere. Look at how the whole world is going after him. Well, they are. Now, there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. Lots of people coming to the Passover. And they came to Philip, who's one of his followers, who was uh, from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. And they said, sir, we would like to see Jesus. Can you get us a meeting with Jesus? We really want to see him. And Philip went to tell Andrew. And then Andrew and Philip went in and they told Jesus together, hey, there's these Greek guys. I want to meet you. And Jesus said, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. It's kind of late for meetings, kind of late for one-on-ones. It's kind of late for, you know, just sitting around talking and conversing. He said, very uh, truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat goes into the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Jesus is talking about himself going into the grave, uh, dying on the cross. uh, And he will resurrect and bring many, many to glory. Anyone who loves their life will lose it. Anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it unto eternal life. My life belongs to the Lord. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Serve Jesus, you get the honor of the Father. Now my soul is troubled. Why? He's got to go to the cross. He's 100% human. He's 100% God. He's troubled by the idea of going to the cross. And what shall I say? Should I say, Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven. I've glorified it and will glorify it again. And the crowd was there and heard it as it had thundered. And some said an angel had spoken to him. We do use this verse sometimes at Christmas. For this very reason I came. Why? To die on the cross. To die on the cross for what? To die on the cross for you. To die on the cross for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every time we sit down to eat, May we thank you, Jesus. And as we're here right now, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us. Going to the cross, rising from the dead, giving us life, giving us eternal life. And all of these blessings and all of these people and all of these things. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Peace, grace, and mercy. Hey, love you guys. Let's continue on in John.